<laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> that, we got a chuckle. This is... <laughs> I, I, I think we have to go with that because Jesus Christ, yeah. these are bad. All right. That's fine. It's okay. Lame. Well, so lame, 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 lame. That's all right. That in itself is funny. What, Look, what, in, indeed. What, what was how, it? how bad the jokes are, are as funny as more funny than the jokes are. It's like, right. The, the weather jokes not being funny is a joke unto itself, right? If so, the joke is the butt of the joke, and the jokester is you, what does it do to comma, man? Whoa! It's like, what is the butt of a joke if it can't sit down? Sit down, stand up. You're the butt of my joke. If you don't like it, I think I can choke you until you know what's the truth. Your name is Jenny. My name is Ruth. That's exactly where I thought we were going with this discussion. Your name is Jenny and my name is Ruth. <laughs> Sounds like a good title. Sounds like a good title. After the terrible jokes, this is a highlight right here. Look. I mean, this is, this we can't is. we can't always have the marvelous uh, creation that is uh, tool sounds like oh, last week. Right. But did you do any publishing on that yet? Yes, we have a we have a seven book deal and uh, seven books. yes, seven books. Well, and we've we we have. There's, there's a company in China that's going to manufacture the little uh, devices that we send out to all the children. Right. You open the page. There's a shovel taking up the full page. Yes. There's looks like it looks like a cartoon of an action that the man's shoveling onto the other page. And on yep. page one, it says shut. And on the other page, it says full. Shut. Full. Yep. And there is a somehow. You either open the page and someone says it is what the key is. Right. That's, it's got to happen because words or pronunciations won't work. It's got to be sha, sha, va, sha, va. Indeed, sha. yes. Right. But you can, do the, you can do the sound thing, right? Like in the back of your fucking bar napkin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all handled. We're going to be millionaires. Uh it's just um, a matter of well. I wish we would have recorded. Production. We 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 recorded some things last week. Right. You don't know yet because you're behind. You lazy shit. I edited some of your nonsense out, but nonsense. Well, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be much left. But yes, it's the the final result is just me talking, really. Uh, <laughs> it's it's called uh, Eric Den Eric and Dennis Happy Hour, the solo episodes. Indeed, yes, it's Eric talks to the wall. Well, you're no, you're you're practicing for when I'm dead, because you'll go on, and you just you know there'll be a blank screen here for at least a couple sessions. Right, right, right. right. Until, until you're overwhelmed, overcome. Until Don Genou that I'm really dead. Don Genou. That should be a French word. Don Genou. What's your name, uh, Sherry? Uh, Don Genou. 
What yes. is your name, monsieur? My name is Leblanc. Chez me, Leblanc. Don't you know? My middle name is Ruth. <laughs> and your name is Jenny. Yes. Okay. Jenny, 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 won't you come out with me? Jenny, 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 won't you come out with me? Jenny, 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 Jenny. You don't know it, Jenny. Are you going to say uh, whatever? Are you one of these one of these smooth professional Anywho. transitions? Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, Anywho's pretty good. It's kind of country. Kind of country. So I watched. Any, uh, I watched uh, uh, Good Morning Vietnam for about the upteenth time the other day because my nice. father-in-law, bless his soul, in his dying days here, wants to watch nothing but war movies. So in order to uh, reduce That's the one body count go. and increase the laugh count, I switched from uh, Band of Brothers and Saving Private Ryan. Jesus, and yeah, the Spielberg stuff is. And, Apocalypse Now and went to Good Morning Vietnam. God, he was funny. Oh, I just split a gut again. That is such peak Will uh, Oh, yes. Like, just he had this ability to turn a valve on his brain and just let it spill out. Have you seen the documentaries? There's a couple out, and one of them, which is interesting, is interviews his wife of, of many, many, many years with whom he had a couple of kids and ended up divorcing and then later marrying a woman who used to work for them, much maligned in the press and inaccurate in the press. But what she said was, you would never, no one knows how hard he worked to be ready to do that. Yes, I would he imagine. He tried it out. He tried it out. He tried it out, and then just before he went on, he was ready. But he had so much material that he was ready for. Right. That when he did Carnegie Hall, for Christ's sake, right. which is an amazing part of the documentary and an amazing video in, in, in and of its own right. I think I've seen that part. Or part uh, of it. Where um, uh, he had 45 minutes to an hour of prep material, according to sure. people who would otherwise know that. I think it was uh, Monty Python's, um, not Eric Idle. Uh, John Cleese. No, 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 not John Cleese, actually. Uh, but at any rate, uh, one of the, one of yeah, maybe it was Eric Idle. Um, and he ended up doing over two hours where he just did what you just said, which was that trap door opened up and the stuff just spilled out, spilled out. Yeah, that uh, that's kind of wild. So I, the most recent mention of Robin Williams I've heard is, uh, as I've said before, I listened to this podcast of um, – Dana Carvey and David Spade, where they talk about SNL, and yeah. and no matter who they're interviewing, they always end up talking about themselves and their career in S- at, at SNL. 
so I, I'm very well, uh, uh, I know a lot about their, their different, uh, stories and things. And apparently Dana Carvey said that when he, first of all, uh, his church lady bit, yeah. uh, was a thing that he came to SNL having developed that already. And, uh, therefore he got, uh, he got like money because it wasn't developed on the show. It was a thing that he had before. So he so like they had got to pay him for the product. They had to pay him for the product. And then uh, he owned it. They owned it. I mean, well, yeah, but he semi-owned it, owned the well, it could be copyrighted product. or, you know, but, but yeah, but they, uh, and he had several guests on the, on the church lady, uh, thing. First of all, that was like his first debut on the show was like, they put him, they put him solo on a church lady, uh, skit, which is like unheard of. Uh, but he, uh, he talks about how Robin Williams was going to be the guest and Robin, uh, to the point of on Saturday morning, was calling him and like begging, please, can I be on Church Lady? And Dana made the correct choice of saying, no, you, you can't, because you are going to take this to places that uh, like. I don't want to go. That I don't want to go. And uh, he, he also uh, talks a lot about, uh, Dana talks a lot about um, how they had all these like uh, these um, sensors that were like, you can't say penis. And so he was like, oh, well, if then I'll talk about your engorged member and stuff like that. There's like way filthier than actually saying the word yeah, penis. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but he he intuited that Robin would take that to places that it shouldn't go, right? And, because and, the, and he it, turned he turned him down. And, it's real. It's realistic, reserved uh, uh, approach, right? Kind of uh, almost uh, smug or uh, just like it's humorous uh, and funny. Um, but it's paced. It's not, it's not, there's no chaos about it. There's no. Exactly. And Robin is chaos. He is so chaos. If you let Robin into your skit, uh, he's going to bring chaos. So the, the documentary shows uh, Mork and Mindy and how that mm -hmm. came to pass and how he went from, you know, when they said, you know, you're going to get 1500 a show. And he said, $1,500. I can't believe it. Right. The guy says, no, man, 15,000. <laughs> um, and how he was so crazy that they ended up inventing, and from now on it's the case, and live TV, they've got three cameras. One of the cameras did nothing but follow Robin Williams. Nothing. That's all wow. they did. Because the set cameras could not keep up with them. Plus, they were laughing so much. Because he was, it was just so much ad lib, and um, and what they kept and what they took, and some of the shit that he says that's taken out is just so filthy. He's got the audience crazy. 
with right. laughter. Of course. And then when it's, you know, even then when it's not dirty, it's funny, of course. But um, but anyway, that's a whole that's a whole lot of fun. He it was a sad, uh, sad passing. Yeah, that, uh, you know, when I say that that we record these for the Patreon listeners, your, your camera is turned off the whole time. It's just right as it should be for for the for the good of list of the listener and to, as it should, as it to not have to see your your milky white shoulders. <laughs> those, those, there's barely there's barely. You like to see my shoulder? I can feel that like Walter Brennan. Milky white. I have pictures Walter Brennan in a turn of his ankle. Hey, that reminds me. Uh, do you, have we talked about this? Uh, do you have any tattoos? And if not, why not? I don't have tattoos mainly because A, I've really never been able to afford it and B, I never wondered why I would spend money to hurt myself so bad for something that I might end up I mean, I just not, and I'm not uh, opposed to them at, in in any stretch, mostly it's about the money and the pain, you know. <laughs> nothing. It's not been so overpowering. I like a tattoo. In fact, I know exactly what I would tattoo and where I would tattoo it. Um, uh, <laughs> if you're interested, but the desire to do that has never been overwhelmed. Right. Has always right. been overwhelmed by the by the cost and the pain, which uh, you know. So happyhour.fm across your chest is not. <laughs> How about you? Uh, I that's besides the ones you did in jail with the uh, with the uh, ballpoint pen and the and the uh, sewing needle. No, the the QR codes on my on my buttocks are um, notwithstanding. Uh, the I don't know. It's just never. I have so much self-doubt that I cannot, like, I know how sure I felt of things 10 years ago and how now I feel how wrong I was about those feelings that I'm certain, certain is the, is a funny word, but I, uh, I don't think that 10 years from now I will feel the same way about a particular thing such that I feel like I would like mark my body for the rest of my life. Except uh, for um, certainly your children must come to mind as something that that's certainly not the case. <laughs> and I yeah, feel, but my children I are, are there. I failed to mention your wife. No. <laughs> but, but they're... There is there is always something that could happen there, but your children that bond, I mean, that, that's well, forever. Why wives are a choice. Why, <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, I'm I, I'm so glad you would never listen to this. <laughs> uh, children are like they always and forever will be. And as such, will be my wife, the their mother, uh, mine. But uh, 
I don't feel like I need to look at my forearm to remember that I have children. Like, Even though you're understanding that you have certain weaknesses in your uh, intellect, ability to cipher, uh, ability to retain information, reading, comprehension. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Shall I go on? I uh, of the things of the myriad things that I forget on a regular basis. This won't be the, one of them. The fact that I'm a father has not come up yet. No, but it could be a tribute that you want to take to your grave. <laughs> okay. No, that's, it's that's, funny that you can't even keep a straight a, face. That's can't a motivation. Keep a straight face. Yes. Let's go to a happy place. <laughs> Let's go to a happy place. You're dead. Yeah. Before you get cremated, your body's laid out somewhere, and there's a message to your children. Yes. Tattooed somewhere that is a legacy issue. And they say, wait, don't burn that part. And it becomes kind of a dried skin parchment that they frame. I don't right. know. I'm just spitballing here. All sorts of stuff could happen. And it's like, did you make your bed or whatever? Is that what you'd have? That's well, and so that I mean, shows that's again, a thing that I again, say your limitations seven times a day. Best example of, of your limitations, that type but, of thing, but that you but, would say it, that you would think it. That but that's so deep, though. What that's so deep, though. Like, oh no, did you make no, it? Are, are, no. Do you have your shit in order? No, is, is you're what that as means. deep as the veneer on my old oak cabinet, my friend. You. You just glide above on the surface like one of them fucking spiders that doesn't actually get wet, you know. It's not a spider because it's only got four legs, but it's called a a water taxi. No, it's not. It's called a, a water. Glider? Uh, no. It's called a water spider. No. Nymph. It's called a water. Yeah. But so it's interesting my... because it's so light, Eric. It's so light. That when you look closely at this bug on the water, you'll see that it's sitting on top of what is otherwise an indistinguishable film on top of the water. It yeah, actually yeah. depresses the water Surface in tension. a microscopic yep. way. Yep. Riding on that cushion of air or what have you. What have you? It could be something like scent. Who knew scent had a feeling? Who knew scent had mass. Of course it does. The reason you smell things, there's little pieces of it in the air. When you smell yeah. shit, you're inhaling feces. Indeed. And your hairs and your nose are gathering it up. And when you snort in, it goes into your uh, the rest of your respiratory system and it lives with you. We are the shit we breathe. We are our own shit. Because mostly we breathe our own shit. We don't breathe other people's shit. When we do, we leave immediately. When it's our shit, we have no choice. We sit there. We breathe it. We breathe it for a long time. We do our emails within the environment of that odor. Our tendrils are weakened. Our noses are overwhelmed. Our respiratory system is, is shutting down simply from the fact that we are comfortable breathing and in ways eating our own shit it's a sad state it reminds me of politics and trump shall i continue that's 
I mean, you more or less summarized the tattoo that I would have on my forearm. <laughs> but mine would be more more loquacious. If that was a summary, note from the editor, cut it back. Mine, I mean, look, you need a microscope to, to read all the words about how we breathe in shit every day and how that's on my arm. But uh, please let us, uh, we don't have a lot of television to discuss, so let's go to the world of politics. Oh, man. Federal indictment. Wow. Wow. What does and, that even mean, man? And Jack and Jack Smith, who up until now has That sounds like a made up name. It's just been a, a a one picture of him dressed in a purple robe when he worked for the Hague and investigated war crimes and had a beard that was unfiltered and crazy. When they asked him for a better picture. The Department of Justice said, that's the only picture we have. That's that's how this guy is not about the limelight. He appeared very briefly on television. You know what he said? Read the indictment. The entire indictment is Donald Trump's words and pictures from Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. That's all that's in the report. Read it. He's presumed innocent. We'll see you soon. And he was gone. It was it was three minutes. Wow. It was three minutes. And now one person, one 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 uh, one uh, uh, rather uh, uh, who was it? Weins, uh, Weinstein, I think is his name. He's a constitutional attorney that uh, has served in many many capacities. He's one of my favorite uh, uh, folks. He said, you know, reading this, it's interesting because it's breezy. It just walks you through in a very simple language, very easy to follow language about why they're indicting him. It's brief. It's fun to read. It's not complicated. That's why Jack Smith said, just read it. So my limited understanding, uh, let me paraphrase and you can correct, is that uh, lots of people including Biden, uh, have been caught with classified documents. And when the Justice Department catches you with classified documents, they say, please give that back. And if you do, then they're uh, like... Distinction. Let me stop you there. Biden, Pence, and others, it isn't that they were caught. It may be that they discovered and reported... Right, right, right. Okay, okay. It wasn't fine. a catching. Okay, and uh, and in some cases, just to clarify the point, it's not like we don't have a lot of time here. We do. We have more power to talk about. Don't, nothing but this God, legal did, point, God, if I, I so it. desire. Okay. You can edit the piss out of it later. It's it's now. I forgot what the point is. So go on. I was saying that if the other people. Are found or found or find themselves to be uh, possessing classified documents, they can go to the, I guess, the Justice Department or the DOJ no, or whatever. National Archives. And, and they can be like, hey, sorry about this. 
Yeah, I, National I, Archives. It turns out I turns out I have this. Yeah, uh, here, yes. take this. Yes, and or it may be, and this was the point that I forgot. It may be the National Archives is reviewing the information uh, through the transition, and realizes that certain records, certain documents may actually be missing, and they may ask. That could happen as well. But the only difference, to rush to your point, to rush to your question, the I mean, difference let me get between to these and Trump is uh, not that they had them. It's that they never tried to keep them secret. They gave them back. They didn't obstruct justice. They didn't move them to hide them. They didn't ask their lawyer, hey, their lawyer, who ended up having to turn state's witness because Trump Ask the lawyer to participate in a crime, which is against the law, which pierces the sacrosanct attorney-client privilege. Pierces. As pierces. And the attorney had to turn state's witness against Trump. And he said to them, and it's on tape, wouldn't it be better if we just told them that we didn't have any? And then he instructed them to be moved. The obstruction okay. is the crime, not the he, he could have all those documents. Can I, no. Can I finish? No, I, no, no, I mean, go ahead. I was putting this in layman's terms, not, oh, not, well, not piercing the layman's terms, you lazy yeah. fuck. I'm a lay, I'm a lay this fucker. This is a legal world. Get yeah. your law degree. I didn't. <laughs> so it's my understanding that, that Trump had these and was told, hey, you can't have these. And he then, got a subpoena, and, bro. He and, got and a you, order. Finish my fucking sentence. I'm Jesus telling you, man. Christ, what is this? I'm telling you, there's details, man. This can't let me, stand, let me, dude. <laughs> Look, let me finish my super layman's uh, term. Oh, super bullshit. You ain't got no fucking cape on, bitch. <laughs> well, I'm very, I'm a very layman. Uh, it, it, the it, very late man. Yes, uh, my understanding is that Trump like was told, "Hey, you can't have these," and he instead of responding like everyone else, being like, "Oh shit, sorry," here uh, was like, "Fuck you guys, come after me." Well, like, I, there were I don't, I don't there care that I have thousand documents. Okay. I mean, now it, you can it, go. It, it, it was huge. Everyone, fast forward. 45 minutes and then we'll conclude the episode go Dennis <laughs> no 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 yeah so this this is this is this is what's happened imagine this <laughs> There was this judge down in Florida in the federal district court system who was up. That sounds like a blue song. To, to there was take a judge a down in Florida. A case about Trump. And the Department of Justice said, look, Trump won't let us use see the documents. He won't give them to us. So, we, you know, we, we, we've, we've, we, we've got to have them. We've got a catalog. And she said, no. No, you can't review the evidence. I won't have it. She was overturned about 15 minutes later. And the overturning of it said, this is one of the most egregious overreaches 
of uh, of a lack of constitutional, uh, you know, reality that they've ever seen. She was reproached by two a panel of three judges, two of which were appointed by Trump. Okay, this judge is sitting there with this history. Now this case comes up. Look, I think you're pick, an egregious they pick, overreach. They pick a district court judge who's on for the day to have the arraignment, which only takes, you know, 15 minutes in most cases, nothing to it, to which he quipped at the end of it. In the only humorous anecdote of the day, the judge at the arraignment after about 30 minutes said, and so ends my involvement in this case, court adjourned, and he walked out the door, and it was funny. Then they say, all right, he pleads not guilty. Well, we're going to presume you're going to trial. We need to see your evidence. You need to see our evidence. We go back and forth. There's hearings. There's this. There's that. We move forward. We need a judge to handle the case post-arraignment during the trial uh, development process, which sometimes ends in no trial, as you know, with a settlement or whatever. They have a random selection, probably done by a computer. Guess who gets picked in this circuit? The 11th Circuit for the judge to hold the trial. Yes, it's true. Me. The same, the same fucking judge who ruled in his favor egregiously. They would have me believe, and they would have you believe if you listen, but they would have us believe, oh, that was random. No, it wasn't random. Trump figured out how to get that fixed. Are you kidding me? Look, every episode, I there's like 20 people that want to participate in this podcast with me. And every time I fucking pick you. So I don't know if the card, if the decks are stacked or or what. But here we are. I pay your salary. How about that? Yes. Is that worth mentioning? Is that worth bringing up? Now that you've, you know, I mean, let's let's call it what it is. It's a transactional relationship. You're There's here because I pay you. You're hired help. So much money. So you're, much money. You're hired help. I I would and, do. And and your next evaluation is going to reflect your opening pre-show inability to provide anything of any humor today. Anywho, we ended up with a cat joke, okay? In, in That's how fucking lame you're doing your job. A cat joke. I, I apologize, sir. Please uh, accept my Whoa. resignation. What was the cat joke? A guy told the cat to the vet. Oh, it's funny that your vet, you know, going to check it out. Oh, I got the bad news today. It's bad news. It's curiosity. That's it. Am I? Did I have it right? <laughs> and it, it, it was the only joke out of what eight or nine that 12. got even a, 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 a chuckle and we were chuckling more because it was lame i was chuckling a lot well i mean not well not a lot but maybe preponderance of my chuckle you're you're a chuckle i factory. think you're fucking lame you're a chuckle factory. that's that's what was driving my chuckle your lameness here you are Nothing to do all day but look for jokes. That's all I do. You to look for jokes. All I do. You get, 
pre-show, like no it, jokes. It's a day later. I had another day to to prepare this, but I didn't. It's a day later. That's and a dollar shorter. A, a mitigating a factor on my behalf. That's aggravating factor on your behalf. Indeed, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. You're toast. That's what that's what Bill Barr said about Trump. By the way, I think that's one of the best quotes out there. The former Attorney General of the United States, who was hired by and worked for Trump, who was loyal during the whole time, said, "If even half of this is true, he's toast." <laughs> but fuck, he isn't like. Look, uh, this week we. We, you know, sadly, hat in hand, we lost uh, Silvio Berlusconi, right? Who, uh, at 86 years old, had just been a total fucking Trump figure and just like, fuck all the rules. I'm going to sleep with all the teenagers I want and uh, just be a total dick and get somehow with my personality, get elected like again and again, three or four times. And, uh, and he never, did he really, were there any consequences for his assholishness? Other than reports and and other than public embarrassment to whatever degree. But public embarrassment is only as, as, as embarrassing as you take it. That's right. That's right. right. So, so I think Trump is in that mold of uh, he will never feel sorry for anything that he's ever done. He will never, uh, never apologize for sure, but also never regret because he is incapable of self-assessment in that way that lets the rest of us feel like shit uh, for not coming up with jokes on time for our recording so it's like no it's it's worse than on time it's at all <laughs> fuck okay, off i mean it wasn't like oh wait they were late no no they weren't late the gate closed you were you were down you were you're were up and 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 you know <sighs> you and the thing is it didn't seem to me you tried very hard, so you don't even have that going for you. I mean, look, talk to my lawyers. Would say, oh well, at least you tried. No, you didn't. Or, or some, you know, mentors. Oh man, you know. Oh, come here, man. You know, at least you gave it your best. No, you didn't. It was half-ass at best. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was sloth. It was one of the seven sins. Sloth. Nice. Well. I'm picturing you now, and I think you should draw this because you do have some artistic capability. I oh. don't know if people know that. Was that a compliment? That, did you draw a little caricature of uh, of you for our podcast uh, icon? Which, interestingly enough, is only you and the icon. I believe I'm not even. What in are there you anymore. talking? What are you talking about? What our symbol, man? Our icon, our our uh, our letterhead, our our symbol, our. Wow, this is how it's, in touch you are. Uh, great that you think that I've drawn something. You do. It's a picture of you looking French with a beret. Oh, that is my that is my Twitter. Uh, did you avatar. draw that? I did not. Oh, 
There's well, a story behind that. To draw, tell them I'll pay them to do one for the show. Uh, I want to be the more prominent. I think it should be like Eric and Dennis. See, so like, you know, back a smaller figure in the back, and then and a little bigger <laughs> Dennis. Dennis is I, the big figure. Yes, big, big, the most yeah. important one. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I listen. People know I do all the work. I do all the work. Clearly, you you know what do you do all day? Nothing. I, I try and shut up and let you talk, but then I can't. And you fail at that repeatedly. Indeed. Interrupting me with questions, stories, anecdotes, what have you. That's not not the contract, bro. I give you a lot of leash. I give you a lot of leash. I let you go where you want to go sometimes. Give you a little show time, a little FaceTime, a little pod time. Yeah. Don't, don't, uh, and I, and I make a little noose out of my leash. Don't, (laughs) you wish, you wish you were left alone long enough to do that. (laughs) Uh, well, Uh, let's talk about the weather, uh, because, uh, in projects. Okay. Do you want to go first Uh, with the weather and the projects or? I'm ready to go. Number one, bright, sunny day, gorgeous. Last week, no rain 10 days. 10 days, no rain, dry water, the lawn, you know the story. I sent you pictures. I didn't send you a picture of my neighbor's lawn, which is on my to-do list, because you'll say it's brown and withered and exactly the reason that my neighbor's wife sent him here to say, what's your magic man? The photos of your of your lawn are in the show notes for the previous episode. I edited out your, uh, your specific address that was on your, on uh-huh. your house. Just in case, you know, we get uh, haters uh, coming to like, yes. attack you. Yes, yes, yes. But today, my project No one knows today. that you live at uh, 9669996. I did a lot today, but one of my accomplishments to share with you is, is a dirty hands job. And I planted 10 trees and planted eight starts of uh, day lilies in pots. So I Which are you more a, proud of? The trees or the or the lilies? Proud. Well, I'm proud of, uh, no, I, I can't. I'm equally proud. They're all the same job. It's, they're all it's, your children. It's, it's all the transplanting. But there's other questions you could ask. Which ones are you more concerned about? The trees, the lilies, the trees. Which will take longer to determine whether or not it was a good idea to do that? The, the trees. Yeah. How many of the trees will survive compared to the daylilies? Daylilies, uh, 100%. The trees, 20%. Which ones might touch? Which ones might not last? The question is this. What can I do between now and the winter to get them ready for the winter? Because in the fall, I've got to figure out where I'm going to plant them in the ground and put them there. They need to winter over Wait, I thought you in planted the them soil already. that they will live with for the rest of their lives, which need I remind you, in some cases, to be 100, 200, 300 years old. There are trees on the earth that are 5,000, 6,000 years old. They are the biggest living organism in the history of our planet. Need I say more? This is what I'm doing. This is why it counts. Wow. 
questions? This is so, this is such a metaphor for, for parenting, but, uh, yeah, like I shipped some code. Let me see your tattoo, man. It's your kids in a heart, man. Yeah. Well, it's, it's on my ass. I can't, uh, what, what if they listen to this after long after you're dead and they'll turn to each other and they say, didn't he love us? They're going to put a heart. Oh, a tattoo of us. Look, people that put On tattoos. People that put tattoos in places where they can't see. It just blow my just blows my mind. Like <laughs> the people that put them like wow. between their shoulder blades. Or wow. Wow. Uh, it doesn't take much gunpowder, then, does it? <laughs> to blow to blow your mind. It's like a it's like a candle that's struggling to light. Indeed. So it's a flickering candle in the depth of its own melted wax. Wow, we are on fucking topic. Uh, trees are cool. Uh, <laughs> Wait, excuse me. I got my hand up, uh, sir. What's yes. the topic? Indeed. <laughs> we we were talking Wait. about planting trees. What's the topic? And now oh. you're talking about like gunpowder and uh, explosions and things. Uh, trees. That's a, that's a super cool thing. Uh, the the local kids in my town just planted some trees in a very public place, and the, it's like they they are marked with like these trees were planted in June 2023. Uh, by the children of, of my town. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if those continue uh, and whatnot. As I have mentioned before, we have the best tree in all of Spain in my town. Yes. And um, uh, so I have mentioned to you before the uh, novel, The Overstory, which won the Pulitzer Prize. Yes. I'm rereading it now. I'm halfway through it. I am, uh, but my next book is going to be, uh, I believe the name of it is Blue Meridian. It's by Cormac McCarthy. Who uh, recently who passed died. away uh, yesterday at the mm-hmm. age of 86. I've read everything else he's ever written. And one of the reasons that I'm telling you about it is much of his writing has a uh, Mexican and a Spanish storyline to it and some of his stuff has a lot of spanish in it Uh and it's not necessarily uh translated although in some circumstances it is i am a fan of the western as you know indeed and uh and other uh you know cormac mccarthy of course wrote more than westerns is um uh uh the the most i suppose the most famous book he wrote was a post-apocalypse uh, journey of an unnamed man and his son who were treaching through the uh, completely ruined planet full of, uh, of course, uh, cannibals, not, 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 uh, not to set you off on a tirade about, you know, uh, you know, freaking, uh, what do you call it? Uh, zombies. 
zombies and shit. These were human cannibals who needed meat. Um, and that was called what? Uh, the Crossing. The Crossing. No. No. All the Pretty Horses. He wrote That's... No Country for Old Men, which yes. is wild. Uh, Passenger. And what a movie with Josh Brolin and Xavier. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. He is a Spanish hero. His uh, his uh, his uh, murder weapon was probably the most unusual in the history of all murder <laughs> movies. A compression gun that was used to to kill. Yes. Cattle. Yes. That and that's a that's a thing that's like. Uh, super personal to me because my wife used to work in uh, slaughterhouses. And And she brought one home to try to keep you corralled. Did it work? And that was the, uh, the, the bolt uh, action thing that, uh, yes, she killed me seven times. Well, uh, they used a similar instrument to kill pigs. And you may recall in a prior episode, my, uh, a brief discussion of the uh, poem that I had published called Never Eat the Meat You Eat. Or never, no, 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 let me rephrase. Never name the meat you eat. Because I named, uh, you know, the pigs and then killed them and ate them. And as I was eating them, I was chewing and ruminating on their name, sort of like a mental, physical gut cud of uh, some type of uh, were, emotional, spiritual, ethereal, uh, you know, existential uh, a thrust that I had to deal with. I know. But, you I mean, if you... If you, if you I, I can't if you, believe if, that my spittle traveled all the way over to Spain. But, like, if you name them, like, Kevin Bacon or whatever. Uh. <laughs> no, they were Curly Larry and Moe. So well, not only did I name them, but I named them after figures I love. So not only was I eating my pets, but I was also eating uh, the Three Stooges. I mean, Curly with it with it with the tail. I got that. Uh, but yeah, that's one of the things that did Curly mop of hair look like Larry, and the other one I cut his eyebrows so he. <laughs> and you did whoa 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 Yes. Cut his eyebrows. I, his- I have a brief anecdote uh, to, to end us today. All right. Uh, you got 30 seconds. Go. Yesterday, uh, I, we, my wife and I got together and we tried to do our Spanish taxes. And the way we always do it is we open up the Spanish tax program. And I have previously, I've put like, 10 hours into uh, calculating the exact exchange rate for each of my paychecks uh, so that we know exactly how much euros I was paid in the US. And also I look at my W-2 and I say, this is how much I paid in taxes, uh, withheld and whatnot. And 
I go through this super long process and I always keep saved the exact number of the box that this value goes into uh, in the Spanish tax form. And every fucking year they change the numbers. So that means nothing. So I go and we, and we input, this is how much, because the theory is I have this double taxation treaty with the U.S. where I make my money in the U.S., I pay taxes in, in the U.S., and then I tell the Spanish government, this is how much I made and this is how much I paid in taxes, and then I pay the difference, right? Like it, it, it makes sense until you think about it for a second, and then it's like, no. Because Spain pay, is higher tax than America. You should, you should pay taxes where you, where you live, like where you're using the fucking buses. Right. Well, in the healthcare, it's it's all about funding. I mean, whatever. So uh, I love that that was your that that was your um, instinct. Uh, So we go and I plug in all my. This is how much I made. This is how much I paid, and we get to the end. And this is this is the most extreme that it's ever been, but it has been like this before where it comes back to me where they're like, okay, you owe, uh, when they, when they say you owe a negative amount, it's like, we should, we should, uh, we should pay you, give you, uh, they owe me, uh, (laughs) $27,000. Is that real? And is it real? (laughs) It shouldn't be. Like that's like Spain owes you twenty seven thousand dollars. Like that's that's like how much I paid in taxes in the states. Like it shouldn't be that they owe me that. Or this is just some accounting thing that you can't believe and it might not come to pass. No, I mean this is well. Hold on, Uh, both. uh, So, but what I've learned is that I need to check the box for. No, no, you guys keep all that. Don't, uh, don't, don't, don't try and pay me anything that you think you owe me. Uh, just, you guys keep all that. And it's, but it's so stupid because if we file jointly, so that you'll end up having a, a grace amount of taxes you've paid that in future years, if you do owe tax, you won't have to because you've already I don't even credit. know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I, none of it, the Spanish government doesn't owe me shit. I don't work. How do you know that? Because I'm paying a reasonable amount of taxes in the States, but not reasonable enough to, like, have, like, uh, universal health care like I have here. Like, something is broken in the system. So, it, so, but what I don't want, what I very much don't want is Get for any red, and owe it back. I don't, I don't want any red flags to be raised. I don't want anyone to ever investigate uh, me for this. Because if I go to the local tax officials, the local tax, tax officials have never considered a case where there's an American citizen working in America but living in Spain and Local, they always because they're, you're the only one in the region. I'm the only one. Uh, I mean, there every so every you don't year know there what are more. They'd say, but you know that 
that it's unprecedented. Therefore, every year there are more, and, and and therefore, what I know is that they don't know the system any better than I do. Well, uh, how do you know that? Well, because I've gone to them a couple times. I've oh. gone to I've gone to private uh, tax uh, official people, and I've gone to the public tax people, and every single time they're like, "Fuck, I've never." seen a case like this let me go look in the books and and guess what i need to put into all these boxes so that's what i do every year is i guess what to put in all the boxes and i have learned that also it's stupid if if we file jointly then the government owes us thirteen thousand dollars but if we file separately the government owes me uh, twenty-seven thousand, and my wife has to pay three hundred. <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck? Hey, wait a minute, deal. <laughs> What's the math going on here? So, deal. so we, so we, we always choose uh, to pay a little bit and, get and not, and also, I, it's not even clear that like legally they should pay me that because I haven't paid anything to the Spanish government. Uh, they just yeah. have this double taxation agreement with the US. So it's not like the US is going to pay them to pay me. So well, it's like, I don't it sounds want like it sounds like you don't know. Um, for the for $27,000, spend 10% of that and hire a fucking tax lawyer in the States who does international tax law. Spend spend a couple grand for twenty seven thousand. Spend a couple of grand. I have a tax person that I pay in the states, but I don't pay her to figure out the Spanish system. No, of course not. That's a specialty. That's but specialty. how do you even find one of those people? It's like I'm such a rare case that I don't know. My my deal is. And apart from talking about it on publicly uh, shared podcasts where no one ever listens, I don't uh, like look judge uh -oh. uh -oh. Uh, look uh, to the to the judge that is listening now to this uh, in in Spain. Uh, lo siento, and I'm doing my best, but like I don't. It's just like. It's so fucking stressful because also the the tax program that they that I have to fill out all these things in uses the most horrible language that my fucking wife who is university educated and uh, is native Spanish speaking is having trouble understanding what the fuck these words mean. Yeah. And it's just like what how how could you find me guilty of misunderstanding this bullshit? Because it's like, I'm doing my best. And we know we're always gonna pay taxes. Amen. And all we wanna know is what the facts is. They tell us this, they tell us that it's nonsense. Oh, I wish that I could 
paying frankincense. I brought Jesus into it. It just it was a moment. Oh, amen, brother. Isn't it funny that uh, you and I are both drinking doers? I, uh, I'm afraid that uh, I know the podcast is over because my double is gone. Well, bring that glass a little closer and let me see if I can. Uh... No, don't work like that. The technology. No, nice try. No, that's bad. I, I have a question. Do the, uh, in the States, do the whiskey bottles have a little sort of governor plastic thing on there? So if you tip the big bottles way, do the little bottles still. Okay, I because, take them out right away. Because I'm used to that. And yeah. yeah, I know the feeling. Glug, and, glug, glug. And I had an instance in Miami with a Tabasco bottle where I was expecting there to be a governor on it and uh, no governor my well and and my scrambled eggs got hot it does circle back to our automata poetic because glug 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 that is automata poetic glug 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 yeah but it's not related to the object so what? Try again. It's the bottle, man. The bottle's like a tool, bro. Whiskey, 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 whiskey. No. If you don't think that your bottle of scotch is a tool that helps you get through the day, then you're missing out on a real good analogy. I'm going to leave you with that thought, brother. I got to go. Amen, brother. I will see you next time. Don't show me that pasty arm god damn he has no sleeves look patreon members can okay that's it for episode 186 you can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 186 and if you want to join patreon at the jenna martini's level you can watch videos of these calls where you can see dennis's milky white forearms it really is a sight to behold see you next week